My name is Zhao Ying Summers. Don't worry about pronouncing Zhao Ying. My iPhone auto cracked Zhao Ying to annoying. People also ask me, why don't you have a Chinese last name? I had one before I got married. I was a hoe. The day I made the most tips was the boyfriend finally did break up with me and I had to go straight to work. So I was sobbing at this diner while I was waiting. I was like, can I get you? <laughs> and like, they're like, are you gonna? I'm like, no, he broke up with me and I'm all alone. And they, they were like, they would give me like $100. And I was like, this is actually great because I was also a really bad waitress. I was not good at it. Hi guys, I'm Jiaoying Summers. Welcome to the Tiger Milk Podcast. Today is very special. I'm actually in San Diego. I was able to capture the biggest TV star. She is here. She is New York's uh, bestseller. New York's books. Back, like, her book is amazing. And uh, you've seen her on TV. She's gorgeous. She's powerful. She's brilliant. I'm ready for the one and the only Cat Timp. That's a yeah. That was the best introduction I've ever had. Thank I you am so still much. like I have to touch you. Okay. Oh, you can. This, yeah. This is the Barbie nail. That yeah. matches the shoes you wore on Variety. Yeah, for the Variety party. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the same color. Yeah. I, Did I, my I, sister do your nail? It looks <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, Keith, well, so Keith, my friend and manager who's here, he dre- he dresses me. Anytime I look good, I didn't pick out my clothes. So. Oh, my God. You are so lucky. Yeah. You are so lucky. He came out from the closet for you. He's <laughs> from your closet. That is Absolutely. so brilliant. So. Absolutely. Uh, it's funny whenever at my live shows, people are like, is that your husband? I'm like, he's a gymnast. You know? That's amazing. That's amazing. So, No. I am a like me and my PR Pam. We are obsessed with you. Like I love that. she watch you. She 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 start watching Fox because of you. See, I love obsession. That's the only kind of love that I'm really into. Yeah. Also, you know? like I think obsession is very important. Like for dogs, like how do you know your dog loves you? How? Like if he does not eat the crutches out of your pants, I don't think that's true love. That's true. That you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, my dog's a boy too, and he does that. I think it's because they want to protect you. They want to remove <laughs> your um, your order from uh, bad people. Try to hunt you down. Yeah, <laughs> I think that makes sense. I think that sounds like science to me. It is. So uh, in my hotel room, I found out uh, Susan Summers passed away. Yeah, I know. It's so sad. She she was a power woman. She is so amazing. I, I really love her. Uh, her her stepson uh, producer St- Stephen Hummel is my friend, and uh, he found out I love leopard. So yeah. I love leopard prints, and he's like, uh, my stepmom gave me a lot of leopard prints, like blankets and uh, towel. Do you want some? I said, I'll take anything from Sudan. Yeah, summer. yeah. Absolutely. It's so funny. I was actually not allowed to watch Step by Step when I was younger because it had sex in it. My my mom was really like, you can't know about that. I was actually, there was an episode of Boy Meets World where Corey and Topanga thought about having sex and like they decided not to. And I still wasn't allowed to watch that. Oh my God. Yeah. Catholic household. That's, that's, that's like a really strict. Very, very that's strict. Really strict. I, I can't. I still found out about it. Yes. Yeah. I learned about what it was anyway. Same with the Chinese household. My mom wouldn't let me like hang out with a boy by myself, do homework together. She would, she, she would be so angry when she found out that. She's just like, so furious. She's like, did you talk to a boy? You can't speak to boys. You know, you're going to, it's going to ruin your life. Yeah, and, and, but is, that's, that can be true. Yeah. Uh, but also, my mom grounded me one time because my boyfriend in high school got his tongue pierced. She called his house, broke up with him for me, and said I was grounded because... I had had the judgment to date someone who would get their tongue pierced. Wow. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then I grew up to make horrible choices in men until my current husband is, I have, I have current husband, my husband is amazing guy, but I dated only complete losers. Uh, well, you, know, you have to go through the bullshit to dig the gold. You know, the gold is at the bottom. There's a lot of bullshit. Yeah, it's a lot. I, I am taking a break from dating. Yeah. Because I need to learn how to love myself. It's so cheesy. My ex-husband is, uh, he's a professional gaslighter. Mm. I realized he, because his major was, uh, mechanical, like electrical engineering. He's, uh, he professional, he's professional. Like he's just so good at gaslighting. <laughs> he was just so good at it. Yeah. I'm still traumatized. I'm just recovering from him. Totally. I had a guy who, I found a list of people he cheated on me with, like in a notebook. He wrote it down. He wrote the list, and he somehow like convinced me that I shouldn't be going through his notebook, and that was a list of something else. What 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 list would that be? That is hilarious. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. And it was all these girls. Obviously, he was like not. You know, he was like you know. No, why would you say that? Why would you say that? And it's because you just. I don't know. It's exhausting. There's a lot of trash out there. Oh, those those this is disgusting. Like what list is that? Those girls. Yeah, it's like, is it a kill list? Yeah. Is it people you're going to kill? There's no situation in which a list of women is uh, a, a, a thing that I'm going to want to see in your notebook. I know. Uh, I can't believe it. He, I think he was dying for you to find it out. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, so gross. He doesn't have a job. They never do. I, I hate I hate lazy, man. I can't I handle too. lazy. I just cannot handle lazy because I'm a communist. Like, I <laughs> I cannot handle lazy. lazy. My son is working for me. Like He's my child labor. Yeah. He removed my makeup. And Every have, night. And you have two kids. Yes, I have a son and a daughter. Is, see, that's crazy. See, I don't have any kids. And I'm You're thinking smart. about it. But it's scary. Like, aren't you scared? Like, isn't that scary? It's, it's very scary. But I was uh, gaslighted. I didn't really know. <laughs> but it was my, my, my son. He, uh, he's, he, think he's, he think he has, like, he has, he has rights. He thinks he's American. I'm like, that's cute. Like, you, you are a Chinese boy. You, you have to, like, make way more money to get the same pussy others are getting. <laughs> like, you have to work hard. You he, let him know. He worked hard for me. He does my, he removed my makeup. He tell me, mommy, if you don't remove your makeup, you'll be ugly in the morning. The, the makeup is bad for your skin. You oh. become ugly. You'll oh. be lonely. I said, I'm lonely now. He said, I'm busy. I said, that's why I'm lonely. You are the reason why I'm by myself. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I want to talk to you because you are such an amazing career woman. And I guess, what, what, like, when, when do you want to, to have kids? See, I'm think I'm think I'm gonna do it. Like I think I'm gonna do it like within the next year, maybe. And I'm gonna do it because I think it'll be funny. I think you are the kind of woman having a child is going to make your career even bigger because you are that kind of people. Like whenever like I see like an investor, he always say, she always say, uh, I want to invest in the person, not the project. Yeah. So like because of who you are, like when you have a child. It just gonna become something makes your career, your life uh, like uh, even better because you just uh, you are capable of handling stressful situation. Like that's what you do. Well, and I also I'm the kind of person who say, like I say yes to things. So I'm like, why? Let's try this. My little sister is like, that's a horrible reason to have a child. I'm like, I'm sorry, but people have kids because they were drunk at prom. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like yeah. teenagers have kids because they were drunk at prom, and it's you know. So were you works. expecting a boy or a girl? I I would want a boy. I nice. would want a boy. Uh, because I would just be scared to have a girl because she don't she'll hate me. My daughter already hate me. Yeah. She's giving me a side eye. I'm like, is she being Chinese or she hate me? She just hate me. She's like, I said, well, Margo, give mommy, give mommy a kiss. She's like, 
she walks away. My son's crazy about me. The yeah. boys love the moms. The boys love the moms. I make sure my, my son knows that uh, he ruined my life, you know. Yeah. I just always make sure I did not use a Bodoro. You explode my pussy. That's what you did to me. Now you can go back to sleep. You know, I just wake them up. I think I'm going to... wake up. Winston. I want to not do the epidural. I want to not... I want to not You are crazy? It. Like yes. me? Oh, my yes, God. Yes, I'm crazy because here's the thing. So my mom did, did not do it. And, you know, she, she died, so I'm like, okay, I don't want her to... And my mother-in-law also didn't do it. I can't let them both be better than me. No. Then, then when they, they, they tell her, like, well, it's not like you, you know, you, you had right. natural birth. You'd be, you'd be like, oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And my sister-in-law just had a baby, no epidural. So I can't be, like, the only one who yeah. has the epidural. I'll be the laughing stock of the thing. They will make fun of you. Exactly. It doesn't matter, like, how, like, whenever your son don't listen to you, like, yeah, he didn't respect you because he didn't go through the real pain for him. That's absolutely right. Oh, my God. Yeah. See, that's because my mom could hold that over me, you know? Yeah. And she should. And I, and I want to be able to use that. I don't want to be the only one that's like, oh, yeah, Kat's over there. She, she gave birth, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> Your son is going to be very, like, a son always look like mom and be, like, smart like mom. Like, the, the girls are more like their dad. That would be, uh, so, my, so my daughter will play lacrosse. <laughs> yeah I don't want that to happen but yeah my, my husband is like a good man from a good family with a good job which meant it took me a lot of therapy to be able to be attracted to somebody like that yeah because he do not like does not call you a fed in a month you know something he, he's like he, I got the vibe from him immediately that it'd be the kind of guy who'd want to like talk through a disagreement rather than like block me on social media and disappear for a few weeks and then like reach out to me a few days or a few weeks later be like, hey, babe, like nothing happened. And I was so used to the kind of pizzazz that, you know, an untreated mental illness can bring to a relationship. Mm -hmm. So it took a lot of therapy for me to be like, OK, you know, I, this is hot to me. Somebody who is actually, you know, completely right in the head <laughs> that is uh, really like uh, important for girls to know sometimes our trauma is stopping yeah. us from uh, meeting the right man because when they are not abusive we're, we're like what's wrong with you and yeah. then we we learn the abusive behavior from people abusing us because we think we, we want to get some reaction to feel like we are needed yeah i i felt like my um uh, after my my husband, I have a very tough time. I, I've been attracting a lot of toxic losers because they they can sense my vulnerability and they come to me, they pretend to somebody else and they try to take things from me and like try to use me. Now I just see it because I'm sober. I think being sober also helped me from seeing things. Like I can't numb my pain through this right. because it's too much. And I, when I my eyes are tiny, but I can see now. I'm just like, no, you are not getting this from me. No. And it's so hard because love bombing is awesome while it's happening uh -huh. <laughs> while someone is love bombing you you're like oh he like i'm the best he gets it you yeah know? he like this is this is what i deserve and it's it's so obvious that it's it, it never it's not real yeah but if they're telling you that they love you after two days it's not real but i'm like i love you too yeah it's, i it's love you it too. feels great true love you know dopamine makes you do the stupidest things it does it, that's really what it comes down to there's people who are professional love bombers they yeah. are a loser in life they don't have anything there for them and they want to feel the importance from love bombing people to feel the love that victim is giving them and then once they get it after four months they go to the next target yeah to, oh they also like to love bomb like attractive smart women who have shit going on like they don't they want to mirror you they, they pretend to be like you and then they take things from you get you to love them and then they withdraw 
They, they discard you. And then you go crazy, and then they're yeah. like, you're crazy. Yeah, you are crazy. You are love bombing me. Because <laughs> you told me you love me in two days. I'm like, but you told me you love me first. You're like, did I say that? I'm like, did you? So they, it's, it's hilarious. But those people are so fake. They don't get anything going on for them, actually. They are very sad. Because they will never be in love. No, that's true. They don't have any actual real feelings. That's true. I, I felt like because of all the, like, uh, I think my, my first husband, he was literally the best person in my life one of the person who is like truly great but i was too young and stupid it was yeah. college i was gonna say college yeah that's a child i was a child yeah. and he was a child and he actually now i am in la i have curtains of bullshit shit going through yeah. like i'm just like uh now i realize he is like a, a real person we were in love and we were too, we were too young but because of him I believe in love. I know yeah. there are human uh-huh. beings that are kind, like angels. And I, that's why, like, uh, even today, I still believe in love. Like, I don't want to compromise or surrender. I don't want to be like, oh, I'm going to have a fuckboy on the side. Or, like, I'm no. just going to date, like, do one-night stands. I want true love and real love. And I know I can get it. Like, we can have anything. Of we can course. have everything we want. That's the thing people tell us you can. You have a career, you can't have love. You can have anything you want, bitches. Like, you really can. Mm, yeah. I think so. I think so, too. And I just think. Call you it- have it. I, yes, I, yeah, I don't have, have the family all. yet, but I think I'm going to do it. You do, it. you have a husband, you're planning to have a baby, you have an amazing career, you have beauty, you have grace, and also like all your friends love you, which is very important, because you are not a bitch. Yeah. You are, but in all that cunt. Like you are, people yeah. love you, people work around you, love you, adore you. Yeah, I, yeah, I think bitch but not a cunt is an appropriate description, because yeah. you have to be a bitch sometimes. You have to. Being a bitch is just like being assertive and, and exactly. knowing For what a you woman, want. Yeah. Being a bitch is like, I have boundaries. Yeah. You can't fuck me in the ass when I'm not watching. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. all. But yeah. people think we are being bitches. Like, what? She don't want me to steal money from her? Like, what's wrong with her? What a bitch. Oh, the money thing. The, one of the last guys that I dated before I met my husband, and dated is a strong word, he was not even my boyfriend. It was a basically a 10-month-long one-night stand. Like, I, he moved into my apartment, basically, and I couldn't get rid of him. But I was so... I was like... I didn't want to push back. I was like, okay, like, sure. Like, yeah. And he was like a waiter who thought he was an actor. And he oh said God. he was an actor. And I was like, but you, have you ever had a, a, a role in acting? He was like, I don't let capitalism define what I am. I'm an actor. Oh my and God. I know. And I was so twisted in the head that I actually made the wrong face when he was like, I would, I was watching investigation, discovery, whatever murder. He was like, I would never take a role on this channel because it would ruin my acting reputation. I'm like, an acting reputation. You haven't even made an acting dollar. And he got so mad. And then he made me feel bad. I paid for his acting classes after that. Oh, my God. But and I, What a loser. I totally. And I look back on that. And my, my, even my whole family is like, thankfully, this person is gone. But it, in the moment, sometimes, you're just like, it's, it's the path of least resistance. Like, you're not called a bitch. You're like, oh, yes, of course. I would be such a bitch to not let this loser who I don't even like live in my home. Because it's just... It, it's society can condition you that way. And yes. if you have certain trauma and you, I can be, co- I, you know, was codependent and all these other things. But once I got the help, you know, in the therapy and went through it, I'm like not attracted to that and attracted to someone who has their shit together. Yes. I think therapy is so important. I, I, I saw therapy uh, on February this year. It changed my life. I got sober, like, because of uh, I'm trying to learn about myself, learn to love myself, who I am. It's just so important for us to know, like, what we want, what we need in life. And uh, like the broke dicks, they are good, though. 
Yeah. <laughs> Bro, because they have to be. They have to be. Like, they put you through the mattress. Like, they, <laughs> they have to be because that's, they have nothing else going. Yeah, that's、them. all they have. Yeah. And、absolutely. that's, that's all the passion they have is in bed and to pretend to be somebody else. He's acting in bed. He's important. That's all. Yeah. And it's like my husband, he's like, you know, he has a job. You know, so he's, he has to、he's、work. He's a real man. He's like a guy with a job and a life. And for a while, it's like the broke guys are also, they're always around. So、yeah. if you're, you're at your weakest, lowest, most lonely moment, it's not like they're doing anything. Yeah, they, are, they, they be on the phone with you for two hours. For two hours, right. And, and play guitar and play Elvis、oh, for you. The guitar. Guitar I, I, guys, fuck no, you.、Yes. You guys suck. You can never, you cannot trust a man with an acoustic guitar.、Mm-mm. You, he, he sits there, he'll play a few chords, and next thing you know, it's like you. Placed him on this pedestal for no reason. I know. He knows, he's like, John three, Mayer. He knows three chords. Yes. It's not good. And, But you don't know because you are digmatized. Yeah, you're like, wow, like he's an artist. Yeah. He's not an artist. He, know, he, learned, he played Guitar Hero and like, he learned three chords. He and, has a guitar. You know, I, I have a knife. Doesn't mean I'm a chef. You know? It's like, true. I cook too. Absolutely. Like, I fuck too. I'm not a porn star. You know, like, what, you play guitar, you're not a guitarist. You know, I just hate people. But in America, you know, American people are like encouraging, like, our parents encouraging the kids. Like, in China, you cannot call yourself a painter unless you have, like, paintings. That's, like, you are a writer, you are literally、yeah. New York's bestseller writer. But there's people who wrote something on MySpace. They just call them a writer. I'm just like, you can't call yourself a writer. You say, I write sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm、right. not、uh, making a or cappuccino. It's a hobby. Yeah, just say that. Some people are like, I'm a, I'm a comedian. I'm a headliner. I'm like, where do you headline? Like, what? Like, TikTok. I, yeah, TikTok. I, I don't know, but just stop calling yourself that. I don't know why. It's just like, you have to have、uh, the respect for the craft because it's really hard. Yeah. To, like, people just like, oh, I'm, a, I'm an art, I'm a painter. Right. Well, everybody, everybody especially, I mean, like in LA,、oh, I've noticed、everything. people are like, the jobs that people have here、I've, are things I've never heard of. I met someone who said she was a breakup coach. And I didn't know how to continue the conversation after that. I didn't know how to. I, 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 she was like, and I was like, huh. I, I think I made a face. I don't even remember what I said because I, th- that's not a job. You just, you, you can't put up this bullshit, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I can't. Like, whenever somebody tells me, like, I'm a, I'm a life coach, I'll be like, I'm Oprah. <laughs> like, I want to hear from somebody like that about life. Like, I don't need you.、Have、you live you- in Van Nuys in the, like, you share your room with 20 roommates. Like, I. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, absolutely. Life coach,、uh, you, you have to have a PhD. Like in something like, I don't k n Do you have life coach people tell you they're life coaches? Like, yeah, of course. I mean, I my therapist、uh-huh. is a PhD.、Uh-huh. You know, he went to school. But then there's the life coach thing, and it's all on Instagram with the、yeah. captions. And they always post like very sexy thirst traps, which I'm totally fine with. What I'm not fine with is they try to make it something other than a thirst trap. They'll write like six paragraphs underneath about how, like, this is me. Because I finally, and it's saying nothing in all these paragraphs, I finally learned to live in the truth of my power. for, And it's like, then they get Buddha involved. And it's like, this is a picture of your ass on vacation, which、yes. is, you're totally fine.、Yes. But I just, 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 we all know that. We don't think that you're doing this for a higher power. Exactly. And they was like, you should love your body, you know, just、uh, make sure you put the thing in your body and, you know, be healthy and stay fit. Blah, blah, you know, like whatever. I'm like, They talk about Buddha. Like, Buddha is fat. You know, Buddha <laughs> wants people to eat and be happy. Like, Buddha d o n t want you to lose weight. Buddha wants you to just eat and be happy. Like, you don't know anything about Buddha, bitch. Like, you don't. <laughs> Olivia, you don't know anything about 
I would I would love to write that under some of these. But you don't know anything about Buddha, bitch. Yeah, because it's for I should, real. I should, I should, I should you say should. that. You should because it's and you know, and the, the people they all kind of blend together. Whenever I, it's interesting when I come to LA, I'm always like, you'll go out and people have the clearly there's like the same doctor because everyone have the same face, same have the same nose, mm-hmm. the same boobs, the same ass, and it's it's you can't you just look like everybody else. Yes. And I don't know. I have no. I have no boobs, and I've started to be you like have nice boobs. I, well, I have a big padded bra on. Because, I have no because boobs. The, you are so fit. I'm a, your, I'm your a skinny is, person. Your boobs, your boobs, pretty big for for your body. That's the thing. Like a, being like a, I, my boobs are not huge, but it's fit my body well. Yeah, I just would never want to go through a surgery just to get like boobs. You know, take because a, you I take a week go- off work too. Yeah, because you are not going to attract the person who truly love you for who you are, and you have the only person you need to attract is yourself. When you love yourself, the right guy comes. That's like finally. That's that's so cliche, but it, it's the truth, right? Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's because when you are okay being on your own, then it, you can actually think like, what are you going to add to my life, rather exactly. than like, please fill this like please void inside me. of me. Yeah. I'm so. And I think that I mean, you can still hate things about yourself. For me, there's things I hate about myself, but I like to make jokes about them to kind of disarm them. And there's a difference. Some of these people who get really weird with the self love is like, just decide you love the things you hate about yourself. But sometimes you can't, and that's okay too. It's okay because I I like when John Rivers like, you know you you, you like for me like I cannot love myself too much like if I learn to love myself too much, I will become Bobby Lee. I'm just gonna have my belly out and stop shaving. I have my beard. I, I I'm just I don't know like I want to look presentable. I want to look like the girl I want to look like. Also, I still love myself. Like yeah. I I love my Chinese eyes. Like I I love the things I used to hate about. Like my dark skin wasn't attractive in China. Now I learn to love it. Uh, but like I'm not going to love myself when I look pregnant. Well, I'm not. You know I I I have nothing against people who is big. You know right. because Buddha says Xin Kuan Ti Pan is like uh, your heart is bigger when your body is relaxed and bigger. It's like if you like to eat and you have no stress, that's when you are happy. It's not about like being a size zero. It's、yeah. about like your body feel good. Yeah, absolutely. I I just feel like the the worst is people want to look like somebody else. Yeah, like they want to look like this kind of like Michelle Pfeiffer kind of nose, like the like that kind of girl. Like they like even like people who are not like like not white, like Asian girls. They their nose is so tall. They make it, like it just like I'm like you aren't like you don't like as a, as Asian girl. Just look like yourself. Like you, you you can't like you cannot look like a pretty girl if you try to look white. Like、I, you have to change your nose and cut the eyes open, like the eyelid surgery. Their eyes are so big. I'm like, this is not Asian. Like you, what? You know, just be yourself. And I also feel like you know, if if there's something you can get done that makes you feel good about yourself and it really does, then go for it. But I think that some people also kind of. Just they get they they're never happy and they do、yeah. more and they do more and they do more and there's things like my bottom teeth are all crooked and I like I actually love that because they look different than other people's teeth and、yes. you know that kind of stuff I want to look like me and it's even also you know my mom died and like as I get older I look more like my mom and how cool is that that I look like my mom、so、if I did、sweet. a bunch of shit to my face I would look like no I would look like you know everybody else. And、you look at your mom. It's perfect. In the morning, you look in the mirror. You look at you are cat. You are beautiful, cat. You are the best, cat. You are better than <laughs> your sister, cat. You are. <laughs> My sisters are really attractive. Yes, you, you know what's the you, thing because you are your mom now. So you、yeah. can tell yourself the things that she never said to you. My sister, <laughs> right? Exactly. My exactly. My sister is ridiculously. Here's the thing. She's so beautiful. You are so beautiful too, she, though. She's gorgeous. She's like tall. She has boobs. She my hair is like extension. She grows her hair herself. All this stuff. And get get this. She's also smart and she's fun and funny. And she also doesn't know. 
that she's beautiful. I hate those people because I I, when you because are beautiful, you can't hate them. Because yeah, it's the worst. That because, you, if they are beautiful and they are like not sweet and they are successful, like I would just wish she's a bitch. But when you meet them, they are actually nice to you. That shows myself. That is what like. A, Make me feel like I don't believe in humanity anymore. Like, why is this woman is also an angel? Like, why make me feel worse about myself? I know myself? my sister. It's like Christmas every year. The family photo. I try to get on the opposite side of where she is, and it still never really works. We really bond on the hot sister. My sister is a hot Chinese girl, which she's a skinny, super skinny, pale skin, white skin girl. Like, she got to have all the beautiful pink dresses. I cannot wear it because I'm too ugly. My nickname was Cage Fighter. My, my sister's a Chinese Barbie, so I hate her so much. But now uh, I'm hot in America now. But she's hot in China. But she's not very hot here because she's like uh, so pale and skinny. Like, that proves that like none of it's real because it's you know different places, different things are attractive. You are hot somewhere. Always, you you are you are hot somewhere. Uh, it's honestly, five o'clock somewhere. You are hot. Somewhere. And also, there's like porn. There's every fetish in the world. People yes. are into stuff that you don't even know exists. Yes, I, I think it's amazing. Yeah. I think it's amazing. Like, um, even people like uh, attend like you would think your sister is hotter. That's hilarious because that's also it makes people feel good because people like uh, us talk about uh, our hot sisters and how yeah. much we envy them. Make people feel like okay, you can never be hot enough because you can't because there's always uh, you are always the most beautiful woman in somebody's eye, and there's somebody else who you think is prettier than you don't think they are prettier than you. It's, yeah, beauty is. Uh, so subjective. And I feel bad, honestly, for, for girls who are growing up now who didn't have any time without social media, basically, because it's so bad. Even as, Toxic. Oh, you know, I'm in my mid-30s, and it's, I, everyone says, like, don't read the stuff, and it's, you, I can't help it. Like, I sometimes, I go, and it's, these people will say the most insane, horrible shit to you who you've never met, and it's like, you look at their profile, and it's like, I'm a loving grandfather, and, mm. you know, I love my, and it's their pictures with their grandkids, and it's like, if my grandpa was on the internet calling random strange women whores and disgusting. I would sit down with my grandpa and I would say, grandpa, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like somebody, like whose grandfather is this? <laughs> or the grandmothers, the, the old, really old women who are always like, they'll be like, cats, why are your, why are your dresses so short? I'm, I'm like, because I, because I want them to be like, why do you because care? Because I want to show my nice legs. Honey. Yeah, I don't like show up at your house and I'm like, hey, you look like shit. You know what I mean? I'm just living my life. They are so mean. Do you think because uh, they become coward because it's so hard to say awful things to people's face? I think so. Now, because if you say something to people's face, you, you are a Karen and you are, especially a white guy, you can't say anything. That's why they are so brutal on the internet because they cannot even say, hey, you look good. Yeah, if no. they say that, they get canceled because they are trying to rape you. So not, mm. not online, they are just like unleashing the devil, like the div- devil. Like they're just like telling people all the awful things. You are a whore. You should burn. On a yeah, stick. you're a whore. You're going to hell. You're yeah. disgusting. And it's like, you took time out. Thanks. I, what I've started doing, if I do reply, I just say thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to let yes. me know. Yes. Also, I'm like, that is good for my algorithm. Exactly. That's why my husband's like, why don't you block these people? I'm like, because they comment on every single one of my posts. And that brings my shit up in the algorithm. Yeah, and also your fans would go there and be like, hey, shut the fuck up. Yeah. So it become like a war. And then, then, they, then people just uh, basically unleash their stress. Yeah. They just have a war under your post. They, food, they fight it out yeah. amongst themselves. Yeah. I still have uh, people go on my page to tell me that... Uh, you are so fat and ugly. Your accent is disgusting and you should kill yourself. You should die yeah. today. Yeah, and again, like that should shock me. I just, but all uh, the time. I just reply, mom? Question mark. Yeah. 
you know, it's it, it hits different coming from a stranger than it does someone in your life. But yeah. it is, it, it, I, I don't know. I don't know anybody in my life who does that stuff. But there are a lot of them. So who? Yeah, like, we don't know. Who do these people not have friends or family? Like who? Who are they? I think. Uh, I think they if they hate you because you affect them because you are doing the things they want to do but they don't have the balls to do. Yeah, I they think, hate you for it. I think it's you know if if they haven't achieved the level where they want to be, they can at least try to make someone else that is doing the things that they can't do feel bad, and that's yes. a win in their eyes somehow. And especially like a woman like you, like you are. Introduction: You are a comedian, and you are such a successful like news reporter, journalist. Journalist. It is like you are doing all the things like people want. Like there's there's girls would be happy to be a successful writer. Like that's a whole career. Yeah. Like you are you are doing everything, and you just don't feel bad that you you can have it all. And that's what I talk about. Suzanne, like she was the very first woman who. Who was like, no, I want to be paid the, the same. same. Yep. And they fired her. Yeah. Because she was, she, she, she just, uh, she got fired and she just uh, kept going and she just kept going. Like, that's what you're doing. You, you said, like, I can do this. Yeah. I can write, I can read, I can report, and I, I, I I'm, a, I'm also a comedian. I can do all of it. And the people, it's very threatening for most people because they don't want a woman to have that kind of power and have that kind of confidence. But yeah. we, I, we can do it. There's a lot of women who were able to do all the great things. Like Barbara Streisand, she, she does everything. She does. She, <laughs> no, it's, you know, what can you do? You know, it's just, the, you can do it. We can do it. The more women like you, the more it is better for little girls to be like, uh, shut up, I'm going to do it. Okay? Yes. Don't tell me what I can't do. Yes, and I totally, and, it, and it's a, a lot of work, you know. It took a lot of work, and I know same for you to get to where I am. And so I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to, you know, keep putting in the work. But I also think that the word doing is something that's missing a lot. I think feminism's gotten twisted for a lot of people where it's all about what's being done to you. And obviously we all have stories as women of like harassment, assault, sexism, something in that vein because we are women. And it's good to talk about that stuff. But when you become obsessed with what's being done to you and we're never talking about what you can do and what you're doing, then that to me is not empowering anymore. Yeah, I'm very tired of uh, um, a lot of women. I'm a, I'm a woman of color. Like I was... I wasn't wanted when I was a baby girl. Uh, there's a lot of girls that have a more traumatic childhood than me, but mine is pretty traumatic. Yeah. It's very difficult. And I always believe that uh, we can do anything we want, and there's a lot of bad things happening to me, but I, I just hate when people play the woman card. Like, they fire me because I'm a woman. No, bitch, you type slow. That's what you do. <laughs> you yeah, you just have, the thing is, like, when we were born as a woman, unfortunately, it is not fair. Right. The moment we were born, it's not going it's to not. be fair. You are not going to get paid equally as a man who is not as good as you. But there's the one thing you can do. You can be 10 times better than a man, 20 times better, and you can be the boss. You can change it. Yeah, and it's not fair, but it's still true. It is it's, not fair, and it's true. We just cannot play the woman card. You're gonna, it's, you're gonna have to be, you know, work harder to be taken seriously. Yeah. you're gonna have to do all these things. We have to. You're gonna have to toe that line, so you don't, you know, you're assertive, but you're not a bitch, or you're this, or you're that, and it's gonna be harder. But just because it's not fair, that doesn't mean that like it's gonna become fair because you said that, and it sucks. It sucks. It's not fair. It's really, but it's, it's true. really, really difficult. And yeah. you know, in news, in comedy, like we we are in the areas that it, it is. It is very, very unfair. But the, the the people who work hard and who keep pushing, we have great women yeah, doing absolutely. all of it. 
Absolutely. And, you know, I, 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 it's emotional for me to come back to Southern California because, you know, I, when I first started uh, out of college, I was here and I was my first job out of college was I was a cashier at Boston Market because I got into an Ivy League journalism school, Columbia, but I didn't have enough money to go. So I stayed here. I did internships and I wait, eventually started waitressing, which was like I was excited to make tips. I was like, I'm not just minimum wage anymore. That was a huge moment for me. And, you know, and I started doing stand up comedy and coming back here now with the success that I have is an actually very emotional thing for me because I was struggling. There was a week where I got scabies from the bus the same week that my cat got fleas. No, (laughs) no, no. (laughs) I I know. No human being should be that itchy. No human being should be that itchy, but I was that itchy. And guess what? A week later, I lost my apartment. So it's like... You know, it, it, but I, any given time I could have been like, I'm not, I'm going to go home. I'm, I'm, I'm done. And I didn't. And that's, I think the decision that people are scared, it, it can get really bad. There's no limits to how bad things can get. You have to kind of decide, are you going to go do it anyway? Are you going to keep pushing anyway? That's the moment that defines who you are. Yeah, absolutely. Like it, itchy, itchy kitties, dude. you know, it was bad. It was just like, I mean, I guess it was better to get it all over at once rather mm-hmm. than, you know, have like the fleas and then the scabies. Um, but, you know, the thing is the cat had the fleas, but, you know, they share, you know, they bring them in and they yeah. will bite you too. In case you guys didn't. If you haven't had fleas, everybody, they will also bite humans. They do. And I, I just love when you tell stories like that. It's yeah. very empowering for people who are going through harsh. I hate when people are successful. They just like, oh, it just... You know, yeah, it was. It was it, I'm so talented. It was easy. They were, you know, I showed up. Boom. You know, it's not that. It's it's so hard. It's so hard. All of those moments. You know, I I remember when I was in Kentucky. I was not to brag. I went to Kentucky University, of Kentucky. Yeah, <laughs> I went to your hometown too. I went to Detroit. I did. Oh, it's so so great. I, said, I Detroit love Detroit. Is great. Yes. Detroit is like a. Um, Chicago right after a zombie attack you know? yeah. <laughs> it's great because in Detroit you at least know where you shouldn't go because like the downtown's beautiful it's fun but like the neighborhoods you shouldn't go are straight up burned out buildings so I love that if you're going over there you're either filming a zombie movie or you are interested in burned out building activities yeah like Detroit is like an honest horror like I have yeah, purpose exactly. today and I'm not gonna do this you can wait for next week you know? exactly not a I good time that. not a good time right <laughs> I now I love that Being straight up about it. There's no surprises. I love that. Um, I, I was in Kentucky. I was working. I was a waitress, waitress at five restaurants because I cannot. I wasn't legal for me to work. I was yeah. uh, a, like a student visa. So I was working and all the restaurants. I remember the one of the, like a, is a Middle Eastern restaurant. It was like a Lebanese restaurant. The owner, the lady was nice to me, but then they, they couldn't find like $200. And she decided that I stole the money. Mm. And then she told everybody I was a thief. And it was like snowing. I ran my bike for like a one hour to go to work. I don't have a car. Yeah. I was running my bike and everybody said I was a thief. And I was dry, running back and crying. I was just like, I fell. I was sitting like just like by the bridge crying. And then I got a text message like, oh, we found the money. You didn't steal it. I, that's when I know I'm, I'm just like, I will remember this moment. Yeah. Being called a thief in a country. I don't speak English. I have nobody. I can't tell my mom because right. she already don't want me to come to America. When I tell her this happened, she's like, I told you, you can't do it. I, can, I just, I can hear her. So I was alone. Like the most important, like I was by myself and it gave me more strength to yeah. be like, a, that is a moment I remember. And when I went back to Kentucky to Highline, The comedy club. And it's so emotional. It yeah. means so much. That's why it's so emotional for you to be back to Southern California. That's where you started. Yeah, absolutely. No, that it, it is. And I, and I was alone out here too. I mean, I'd been dating. 
I moved in when, with my college boyfriend, kind of by, and he's a great friend of mine now, but kind of just like non-consensually. I just like didn't go anywhere. I just like brought my stuff and I was like, I live here. Obviously that didn't work out. Um, but I, 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 there was a period of time where really the only people I knew were him and then the, my cat, which like it put a lot. How old is your cat? He's 13. Wow. 13, he's old. old. And, uh, but you know, he, I, the cats are also like, they're not dogs. Like I, I, I required, I expected too much of the cat in terms of companionship. Like he would straight up claw me. He's like, dude, like I need a little bit of space here because I was completely by myself. I really, truly, I remember I had a weight tables once with a big scratch all the way across my face. But actually the, the day I made the most tips was the boyfriend finally did break up with me and I had to go straight to work. So I was sobbing at this diner while I was waiting. I was like, can I get you? <laughs> and like, they're like, are you gonna like, no, he broke up with me and I'm all alone. And they, they were like, they would give me like a hundred dollars. And I was like, this is actually great. Cause I was also a really bad waitress. I was not good at it. I was not good at waitress. I it's was, a skill. It's a skill. And that's why I always like, when if my waiter don't burn me, I give him 25% because I was a waiter for five years and I wasn't good as him. I was not good. I worked at the California pizza kitchen in Long Beach and I, thankfully I never got the secret shopper. I was scared every day because they have the secret shoppers that go in and they like evaluate the waitress and they, I would have been done in a second because I forgot things a lot. I never really learned how to open a bottle of wine whenever someone ordered one. I, I would just be like, I'm busy to somebody. Like I was not, I, I couldn't carry a lot of plates. Uh, I, I would always, yeah, it was just not, it was not a good situation. So if anybody, like you said, if, even a bad waitress, yeah. minimum, I'm yeah. like, you're doing your best. Yeah. It is so hard. Yeah, it is very hard job. You, you, like, you have to please people yeah. and uh, serve people is so difficult. Well, you'll never see again. Yeah. Who hate, like they don't care if you live or die really. Yeah, they don't. Mm -mm. Yeah. And like, also like I, as a waiter, I remember people who's paying me bad tips. Like it's, it's so disappointing. It's like yeah. your boyfriend don't text you back. It's like, yeah. what? Yeah. You're giving me $1? I did all you that. To 200. What? Yeah. What? I'm just like, I'm just like, oh my God. It's, when you see somebody, it's it's like a human human nature. When you see somebody like they are so talkative, so nice, nice couple, you're like they're gonna tip him well, and then they give you one dollar, and then like one nasty old guy who's like a you know he's racist, he's disgusting, he tips you like a twenty five percent. I'm just like <laughs> you, yeah, you have it's it's, you it's actually know. hard to determine. It really yeah, is, yeah. But it's always like for me, it's like can't these people that this is I'm not here waiting tables at California Pizza Kitchen across from the Long Beach Convention Center because there's something else that I could be doing for money. Yeah. Like this is, this is what I, this is how I need to pay my bills. Yeah. So if, if people will like, okay, $20 to me at that time would be like oh, a huge deal. And probably if you're eating out, $20 is not the biggest deal in the world mm -hmm. to you. So I don't know how you couldn't make that calculation and feel okay with, even if it's bad service, tipping like that this person needs this $20 more than I yeah. do. Like if I get something, if I get like a drink or something, or like it's a small bill, I still tip a ton of money because this is that person's time and you can make a huge difference in someone's day for something that doesn't affect you that much. Yes. Yes. It gave them a hope. It makes them feel like a oh, nice, you know, people need that. It's already we, uh, waiters. It, waiting yeah. is so hard. Especially if, you know, I, I wasn't on salary. So when I had the scabies, I had to die. I, I had to take a couple days off. <laughs> I was, uh, you know, I couldn't be work that. You can't work with scabies. In the f or you shouldn't. You really shouldn't work in the food service industry. One can't get free. One can't get fleas scabies. and scabies. <laughs> it's bad. You know, when you get scabies, you know what you have to do? Probably not because you're not disgusting. So my mom was always like, never tell anybody you got that. I'm like, okay, well, she can't hear me now because she's dead. But so um, <laughs> you cover your whole body with cream and you got to sit there naked and it like kills the bugs. And, and you're my, my sister got scabies. 
Yeah, it's she, not as bad she as some of the other ones. Because, she, because she's little, like, she's not as strong as me. Her uh, body, she's like, her immune system is kind of weak. Oh, uh, so the bugs are like, hell yeah. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm like, well, you decide to be pretty, so fuck you. Whenever she's like, a, have a cold, sick, I'm just like, well, you're the pretty one, so fuck you. I'm, I'm the ugly one, but I'm healthy. So I'm just like, I, I love them whenever she gets sick. I'm just like, yes, you are pretty, you can't wear a nice dress. Huh. It's so competitive. But the dress, there's no dress that can fix scabies. Oh God, Skibby is, is, is sucks. It, it was sucks. just the one time for me. That's great. Definitely from the bus. I know. The, bu- the, the bus is ugh, a lot of time on the bus. Yeah, the bus is hard. The bus in LA is pretty tough. Exactly. The bus in LA is tough. Yeah. If, you, you, if you are having a depressing day, go to the bus and just start judging everybody. You, know, yeah, you, you feel to, like you are doing well in life. Yeah, you go, yeah I, I did a lot of bus also, just like the overnight bus trips. I mean, I was you know, doing stand-up for like no money, like for the exposure, you oh, know. I love like, the. I love you know, the. I, uh, we pay five dollar. We buy twenty drinks. Yeah, you can get lottery. chicken tenders. Yes, and I'm like on the you know Greyhound bus, and it's just it's so you look around and you're like, oh man, like. But I I always say I, I would act crazy. I would act psycho. I would scratch a lot because then they won't they won't fuck with yeah, you. Yeah, I I I, lo- I love that. I remember um, I go to uh, Flappers to do the open mic. Yeah, lottery I, open mic. I used to do that. Right, like yeah. in in the little bar. Yeah. We put it like a, it's a lottery, so I buy 20 sparkling water. Yeah. I, I used to buy alcohol. People start saying you're alcoholic. I'm like, I am, but like, I'm not going to spend the money buying yeah. that. I can just go to the liquor store. Exactly. So I just go get the bottle of vodka and like, then I buy 20, um, you got, you got 20 like sparkling water. So I'm going to get pulled. And I remember like, I, I always finish my open mic and go outside and always have people who's like, uh, I don't know, give me flyers, be like, uh, do you believe in Jesus Christ? You know, yeah. God is going to save you. I'm like, honey, God, like, does God love everybody? He's like, yeah, God loves everybody. I mean, he does not love you. You live in Burbank. Just leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> you, he didn't believe in you, honey. Relax. Yeah, I, I, I did that exact same mic where you go there for the lottery when I was here. The exact same Do you buy thing. a lot of drinks in order to get pulled? Because isn't that a waste of time if you just sit there and listen yeah, to Yeah, you have to buy, yeah, you have yeah. to spend money. And it's like, and then you, you, that's how you get pulled and you do it. And you like, and in your head at that time, you're like, this five minutes is everything. It's if it I do well in this five minutes, then I'm going to be a star, obviously. Yes. But if you like don't do well in the five minutes, you hate your, you're like, I'm, my life is over. But really, you know, nothing in my life ever changed because of flappers and burping. Oh my God. Mic. Nothing, nothing ever changed. Like the thing about the, the, the open mic is that, uh, when you are doing well, all of the other comedians, they don't laugh. They're just like, <coughs> they were so mad. But yeah. when you are not doing well, they're like, Ugh. they just, it, it doesn't matter. That's why like surviving the open mic, it just, it's very hard for you. Doing well is like a, Little like a tiny little like laughter. Yeah, that's for open mic doing well, and it doesn't change our life at all because no. because the waiting is so long for uh, for the lottery mic. Yeah, and it becomes you know in the open mic scene in any city, which I've done it here in LA, I've done it in DC and in New York, and it just becomes its own little weird high school. Yes, where like and then there are people fucking. There's people yeah, are dating. yeah. So there's like, you are, are fucking, comedian, like, I can't talk to you. you know? I, I I dated so many open mic, and it's just like why am I like why like why did I again looking back now why did I date? They these are guys? so jealous of you, and they get yes. I they had, hate you. I had one guy who was I I met him and you know we were doing open mics together, and then after I had some success, we had started dating like, and then he just like hated that. 
because people will like you more when you're you're down, right? Especially if it's like a man, male, male, female. Oh thing. yeah. And it's like, yo, I had, the, I was on this, st- the same stuff as you, you were, and it just, I'm, I'm better than you at this. Yes. <laughs> like, so, like you, you can't say that because they'll go nuts. But it's also like, how do you not know that? Yeah, it's, it's just that it, I'm better shock, than you. It it's just that me. I'm better than you. It shocks me when they don't know that, and then they they just get angry. You do want to punish you by all the weird little, little weird like sudden treatments. Uh, yes. Or like my ex husband when I was on TV, he just like he he turned off the TV. He's like, let's save some battery. I'm like, first of all, battery. There's no battery. What, what the hell TV was this? <laughs> it was so like you are a grown man. You are yeah. 20 years older than me. Like you have money. Like you, what? Are you kidding me? He just like he just he's like, well, you know, one time I was uh, on the front page of Wall Street Journal. I'm like, in the 60s? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Also, like cool you know like i'm not that that's i'm not gonna be like I, we have to burn this newspaper yeah we, like women don't men men do that women they don't, hate that women too. don't do that men do that they hate when you are um, succeeding they want to just step like, this is good man yeah they want to lift you up yeah very few like uh, gay people they do like a good gay friend they were like whoo you know like i wish my yeah. husband could be gay see that's why i have my husband who's my husband and then i i Keith is like, he is my best friend. He's my tour manager. He was the flower girl in my wedding. That's amazing. He picks out my clothes. It's like, when people are like, how do you guys know each other? I'm like, I don't know. There's not a word for it. <laughs> your outfit's killer. It's all credit to Keith. Yeah, I love how um, your outfit is a combination of feminine, fem- fem- very feminine and also like very powerful. Yeah. Like very, very powerful. Like you, you love to rock suits. I love that. But you make it super sexy. Not in a Hillary way. Like more <laughs> like a, you have sexy pointy shoes and always some surprise bra stuff That's oh yeah like a lot so of contraptions good. i love that a lot of contraptions there but it is you know it, t- it took me a long time i think to get there because you feel like you have imposter syndrome and oh my god analyze the stuff people say it took me a long time to be like i'm you know this is not an accident that i'm here people just don't like get this position by accident or because somebody is nice to you in that this is just not how it works your comedy background like stand-up comedy um like skills it is like it's like it's like when you see Robin Williams, you're like, well, why he's a good actor? He, he's a comedian. Mm. Like, comedians can act. Actors cannot do stand up. <laughs> like it's like, if you can be a great comedian, your acting is amazing. Like that's why you are so amazing on TV is because you with your stand up, like the way you pursue stand up is open max. It kills souls. Yes. If you can survive that, that is. You know, reporting news and it, it, it just it, it flows out. Nothing is scary to you if you can, like, look at a little list on the internet of open mics in a city where you don't know anybody. Take the bus there. Sit there with, like, all these men and be there by yourself. And they're all, like, yeah, they're all, like, trying to, like, hit on you. And you're, like, leave me alone. And do this, you know, set in my set. I talk a lot about my life and talk about my trauma. And do that. If you can do that and then have, of course, inevitably countless times where everybody's dead silent while you're, like doing your whole thing and you can like take that sheer pain and just how demoralizing that is then few things after that are going to be really scary to you to like go, going yeah. on tv after that what I, I wasn't really too nervous because i'd ar- the, the, already done the open mic thing hundreds of times by that yeah point. and also the the com- compassion you bring out is very authentic because as, as a comedian you have to bring out the darkest part yeah. of your life the most painful thing to rip open to, to just take yourself so so it's just it's just uh, it's very natural for you. 
for me to, 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 to talk about news, you know? Yeah, and I mean, for me, it's, it's I, I just made the, I didn't even really make a decision to do it this way, but I've had, had people who I've talked to when my book came out who work with me in news, who are my friends that read the book and they're like, we loved it. They're like, also, we can't believe you actually talked about XYZ or like this disgusting thing or because so many people on TV want to be like like you said earlier they want to be like I look at me like I yeah. wake up like this I'm perfect everything's yes. beautiful everything's great because I'm this brand I'm this image but that's not real and and nobody's like that like everybody has stuff that's disgusting and sad in their life in their past so I think that accidentally people have f- connected with me and I think that I've been able to connect with people because of that because, because we all open. have that shit yeah because you are open they relate to you because yeah. they they felt seen and that's yeah. so important and I just uh, hated when uh, when all of like a lot of powerful strong beautiful women have what you just call that imposter imposter yeah. syndrome it's, it's so dangerous because uh, we are we are conditioned as a little girl so the moment that we were born is just to, to not be too loud you yeah. know to not think to not be too cocky, to not be like a, like in, in, even in Asian culture, like you're just like a lay low, you know, just like be quiet. That's what women are told to do. But uh, a lot of uh, traditional Asian value don't like me because they think I, I'm too loud. They're like, you just, she's bringing shame to Asian women. I'm like, no, 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 no. Asian women should speak. Like they, it's time for us to talk, you know? Yeah, you're like, it's, now I'm making money off It's of overdue. It. Like I, I want money. I don't care who's happy or unhappy. My my son need diaper. You know, like the kids need to eat. Like I'm a single mom. I have no child support. Whoever is paying me, letting me say whatever the fuck I want, they are my friend. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't care. If you are not giving me money, Shut up, you know. Right. You don't like. I don't give a fuck about how you feel. People are like, oh, I don't like. I'm like you. You don't have to like anything, you know. I'm not getting a check from you, so whatever you say don't matter to me at all. And also, people who have never done anything like this for a living, trying to like say that if if someone says something that they find offensive, then that person should just be like done forever, or you're irredeemable. I feel like we're all such unique individuals, and I think that usually we can find more to connect than we, you know can dis- have that disagree on just as humans and people also just to understand when you're just like talking for a living whether it's stand up whether it's on TV whether it's a podcast like inevitably you're gonna say something yeah. and any one of these people who kind of talk shit about it they would too it's like if you had a microphone when you were at dinner all the time or you were with your friends or you were in the kitchen someone you might say something that someone would get upset about so just because you can't do it and you don't have anything that people are interested in hearing that doesn't mean that you get to say what it's because so much of comedy obviously is about like swinging and missing you don't know if something's gonna hit until you try it yeah so you have to be able to let people be free to try it i really love that i love that cat it's just amazing because last week i had a pattern oswald oswald said that um, he felt that uh, Society right now is not giving the opportunity and chance for people to make a mistake. Yeah. If they, they are very carefully choosing the word they say, they don't really mean. And that is very toxic. Yeah. Because we should let people say something stupid and be like, oh, that was stupid. I apologize. Right. Then be like, oh, you're canceled. You are a racist. You are a sexist. Like you're, it just, it's just like the labeling. It just, it's too far. Yeah. And the young people are not allowed to make any mistakes. Any mistakes at all. Yeah, and they can't be crazy. They can't do dumb shit. Like we used to do, like we are here course. today because we were, we were stupid. <laughs> yeah. We were young. Yeah. We learned from our mistakes. Yeah, if that wasn't clear, I am I now. I did a lot of <laughs> stupid stuff when I was younger. And that, and I learned from all those things. And now it's like your whole life is on the internet and nobody, 
nobody would meet this litmus test of never saying something that you regret in your whole entire life or doing something that you regret in your whole entire life. And I think that we need to go back to the standard of intention. If somebody wasn't intending to be mean, racist, sexist, or an asshole in any other way, maybe they were just trying to make a joke or maybe something didn't come out the right way or maybe they didn't realize something about someone or something. To be able to say, I didn't realize that, I'm sorry, and be like, that hurt my feelings, but you know, I, I understand, I accept your apology. You, but now it's like, you can't exist in the public square anymore. And if you're carefully, so carefully cho- like choosing the words, like you said, that really stunts creativity. Yes, and that's like the social media voice. Like we, yeah. we hear all the comedians have the same voice. They just, yeah. they, they, they kind of manipulate a little um, like algorithm. They say the same thing. They sound like they are kind of having some edgy point of view, but really don't have anything. It's just all yeah. the same fake voice. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, also when we, like people have to be able to swing and miss. I think that's important for creativity, but I also think that's important for, you know, for both of us, obviously making jokes about the trauma in our lives has been healing for us. Right. Yes. And that's why I called my book. You can't joke about that because you're allowed to, I didn't call, I didn't call it. That's not funny. Cause you're allowed to think something's not funny, but when you say you can't joke about a subject, you're actually not just being annoying, you're being really mean and you're being cruel because what you are saying by saying that is you might be taking a healing mechanism away from a person who might really need it. Totally, totally. I feel like there is no boundary when it comes to humor because no. humor heals. Like there, People can be laughing at a funeral and that yeah. is the power of humanity. Yeah. 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 I made like, I've, there's been times when I've, you know, posted jokes or something about my mom's death or whatever. And people will be like, that's not funny that your mom's dead. I'm like, I know that. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, and why are you offended? Because you didn't even know her. You don't know me. You didn't know her. And she was, you know, she was always joking, even like as she was dying about dying, you know, and that was part of the, where I got it from. So it's, but these people see themselves as being compassionate when they're not on the higher ground and judge you, make you feel bad about yourself. So they can feel like a, they are right. How are you being compassionate by saying that I'm healing wrong from a trauma that you have nothing to do with? This is so like, it's so painful for me. People tell me you can't talk about, you know, being a dumpster baby. I'm just like, why? I can't talk about it. That's not funny. Like, duh. It's very funny for the other dumpster babies to to becoming successful and to just look back and be like, wow, I'm from the dumpster. Like, it's very important for them to know. Also for the girls who's an orphan, like, don't feel like she belongs. She's like, oh, Jiao Ying Summer is, you know, she, her dad taking her to the dumpster. Like, that's where she's from. Like, I am... I'm not worse than her. If yeah. she can do it, I can do it better. Yeah. Because I speak English. That bitch don't even speak any English, right? I want them to know where I'm from. I, I just, uh, people are like, you should feel bad about it. I'm like, I do feel you bad. Don't get I become a comedian. I go, of course I feel bad about it. And people think that's a hot take. It's so crazy. Like, no, actually, that's really bad. What yeah. happened to you? You're like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, obviously. Like, that's, people will write whole think pieces about jokes sometimes. People have nothing to do with comedy where they're like, actually you know assault isn't funny or actually you know this childhood trauma is if it yeah, yeah 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 like that's not a hot take like we agree there everybody know. knows that know. everybody knows that and it's just it's it's so it's so ridiculous and it's it's so wrong because how it, far is this gonna go i yeah. feel like there's a generation of people they're just gonna say anything they won't even be on social media that's what the pattern also was like there's a group of people they they they, they write a book you can't see them they won't be on social media it's yeah. a secret ground you can see them secret places you can see them performing talking yeah uh, yeah because it's also like the biggest 
controversies I've ever had too have been ones where people took like a little clip of something I said and said I was like saying something else which they, they try they hate yeah. you they hate yeah. you and it's good because you have to have people who hate you to know where you are you are on the top and they hate you they want to destroy you but they can't because they are trying to twist things that's not real yeah absolutely and I, I think like what that's just amazing what you said about how people like people seeing themselves as compassionate for the way that you deal with telling you you're wrong in the way that you're healing it's I can't believe how much traction it's gotten for how stupid it is for people yeah. to be like I'm no I'm I'm the compassionate one yeah. I'm the sensitive one for saying that the way that you're healing from your trauma is is wrong yes and uh, I want to talk I, I want to raise awareness about mental health in Asian American community I talk about the thing my mom said to me and people are like you are making your mom look bad I said she should look bad that's what she said to me and all the other moms should feel bad for saying that to their daughters because you traumatize them that's why I have low self esteem that's why I allow, I allow my, my husband to tell me you are fat and ugly you should die because that's the same thing my mom tell me every day like I don't feel like he's being mean to me I felt he treat me like family yeah <laughs> it's, it's fucked up you're like this is what love is yes yeah. that's yeah like my husband like you lost your look i'm like oh my god you think i used to have luck yeah i do you know i will marry you like yeah it's it's very important for us to addressing the things that uh, happened to us that is not right so so people when you say in a term of humor is so powerful because yeah. it's not a ted talk exactly people listen to it They're like, people oh. want to laugh yeah. it's digestible it's not somebody being like Yes, are you okay? Like, the, that's the worst thing ever, actually. Whenever I've gone through something really tough in my life, a lot of the stuff I write about in my book, it was made so much worse by everybody who was so weird around me because they were so scared to say the wrong thing that they, that they just got weird. And, it, you know, it's like now, in addition to being so devastated, I also feel, I feel isolated now. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's, 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 it's like, like, oh, like, are you okay? Like, no, of course not. Mm-hmm. Like, is that, is that all you got? Like, no. Like, can we just talk? But you can't because people are too scared to say the wrong thing. And those rules are supposed to be to protect people who are going through rough things. But to me, it always made it harder. Yes. Like if you talk, if you talk, I'm sure you have this. If you talk about your childhood, you bring something up, people are like, <gasps> and it's yeah. like, okay, thank you. I feel so much better now because now I went through that and I have to feel responsible for bringing the vibe in the room down. Yes, they, 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 <laughs> they, they are so afraid. I talk about in China, people hate big lips. They're like, that's racist. I'm just like, it is the reality in China. There's concealers you put on your lips to cover really? your lips, to draw a little tiny baby bird asshole lips in the middle. <laughs> so I would be hot in China is what you're saying. You have big lips. They're not really, but... They, they do. You have nice big lips. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm saying like a Jessica Chastain should play your biopic. Oh, wow. You're so, I wish I I'm could trade you, my inner monologue with you. She's going to do it. And she's going to win another Oscar. Amazing. And she's going to like put her eyebrow, eyebrow darker because her eyebrow is like... A, so light her eyebrow but she has nice eyebrow yeah she has yeah she should play you like for sure she does have great eyebrows yeah she should play you that'll be like a yeah i can see it i can see it i always see things honey like i can <laughs> totally see it it's, it's so great uh, yeah i i just uh, i i couldn't i'm like i just talk about i'm trying to talk about the beauty standard is toxic in east asia like the girls feel ashamed of having big lips people are like you're a racist you know like are you talking about black people i'm just like no, I'm not talking about black people. The, the Asian people don't like big Asian lips. They are, it's fucked up. I want young Asian girls to not suck their lips in. Yeah. Because they do that like this. Because we are so embarrassed about the big lips. Like they call it the sausage lips or like dumpling lips. It just is traumatizing. Because I, I lived through that. I, the moment I got concealer, I start putting concealer wow. around my lips to make it smaller. 
Like that's what I'm did. And also the same thing happening in America. People are injecting in poison in their lips to make it bigger. It's just it's not like it's not attractive. Yeah. What you have is attractive, and you can use you can use lipstick. Lip liner, but like making it bigger or smaller because people think it's ugly. Fuck people. Yeah, they who know cares? Shit. They don't know anything. A lot of people are gonna they're gonna hate you anyway. You can inject whatever yeah. in your face, and people will hate you no matter what. And I think what you said is really important too, where it's like obviously talking about these things. Humor makes it more digestible. It's more fun to listen to joke than it is somebody like pontificating and going on and lecturing you. But it, how can it be better to? leave these things unsaid. That's how these things continue. If everyone's so scared of talking about a sensitive issue wrong or of talking about an injustice wrong, then that is what allows the injustice to continue because nobody's talking about it and bringing it to light. Exactly. Because they just ignored it. Like, oh, it's never like, happened. I better not talk about it because yeah. if I say something wrong, then I won't be allowed to go out in public anymore. Yeah. I, you are you are such a powerhouse. You are a powerhouse. I'm so glad to finally meet you. Honestly, I'm I'm like I'm so excited <laughs> I got to meet you. We are such like a workaholics. So like we, yes. we, we meet working. We were supposed exactly. to go to Chateau Mamont, but you are busy. I'm working. You are yeah. star. Uh, I'm just so happy to have you. Thank you so much for having. Thank me. Thank you. Thank you. You look amazing. You look amazing. You look. You're giving Audrey Hepburn vibes. Thank you. Some Audrey. Thank you. Yeah, I look like your stepmom. <laughs> yeah. True. I am so happy to have you. Thank you so Thank much, Kat. Thank you so Kat. much for having me. We are going to hang out soon in New York. A thousand percent. We of course. have to. We have to. Thank you so much, guys. Bye. Follow Kat. And where can my fans find you? Uh, my Instagram is Kat Timp. Twitter is Kat Timp. And just my website. Everything's there. TheRealCatTimp.com. Yeah. Catch her on tour and uh, go grab her book. Right now. Run. <laughs>